Thank you for watching this edition of The Unpopular Review. If you like what you're watching, please subscribe to us on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at U-P-R-Y-E-P-I-L-W. Also, while you're at it, subscribe to our friends at Yep, I Like Wrestling on the same social medias at Y-E-P-I-L-W. Yep. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Unpopular Reviews. I am the Mark Victor Rodriguez, and today I am joined by none other than the executive consultant. Hello? Ed? Oh, okay. I'm right here, bro. I'm right there here. You go. And there you go. The executive consultant. Notice the camera is on me, right? And I'm able to speak. Where the camera was on you at the beginning of the show for about 29 minutes, and you didn't say anything much like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, but I did hear yeah. you mention uh, See Disappear. What is going on, Chrissy? How you doing? I know y'all miss me. I was not here on Thursday for the Beetlejuice review, uh, which um, yeah, we're going to talk about a little later. Yeah, uh, you missed much on the I, I, I did miss yeah. a lot. I, you know, I missed you. thumbs down, classes. so no, you did not. I you. That movie. You gave it this big thumbs down, but I. Spoiler, and I'll bring you to that too. I, spoiler, gave it a thumbs up. Of That's right. You You're older. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And I do not look like Beetlejuice, Willie, and I'll deal with you later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unpopular Views. And I am the executive consultant joined today by the Mark C. Disappear, as well as the original director of Spider-Man from 2002, apparently. Uh, he's got shorter and blacker, but what's going on with you? <laughs> over there. Evil Dead Extraordinaire. I think he's stupid. Oh, hey, sorry. Hey, welcome. <laughs> wow. Your reaction time is much like uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. All right, so what's going on? We're here to review Spider-Man Homecoming, the first Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, where they were alone and borrowed. Yes, we see it in the background. You're watching another movie, as always. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for watching us. Follow us at UPR, yep, ILW, at Twitter, Instagram, as well as Facebook, and more importantly, YouTube. Vic, you are cheesing hard as hell. Somebody must have been a fan of this movie. I was. I was. I really was a fan of this movie. And here's the thing, and I'm just going to start with this. One thing that everybody needs to understand, this is not, this is Marvel's iteration of Spider-Man. This is not the whole thing with the comics. This is not the whole thing with Uncle Ben and all of that. This mm -hmm. is Spider-Man as a teenager. This is their version of Spider-Man. So for all of the trolls that are looking for wrestler Spider-Man and that storyline, no, it's not but, here. Um, did anybody miss Uncle Ben in this? Was, was well, it like Uncle Ben is Iron Man. To, to answer Chris. Huh? In, the MC, in, in the MCU, um, Uncle Ben is Iron Man, but I'm not going to say any more about that. Uh -huh. So let's continue. But I mean, like the whole, like, you know, trope of the death, like, you know, Uncle Ben's death, and was that missed by me? It wasn't missed by me. No, we didn't need to see it anymore. We didn't need yeah. to see it. We didn't need to hear it anymore. Let's get straight to the action. That's what Spider-Man Homecoming did. He was already introduced in uh, Captain America Civil War. So let's get straight to the nitty gritty. And when we go straight to the nitty gritty and we talk synopsis, there's only one man we can talk to, and that's Mr. Uh, Rami down there. So let's go ahead 
It's pronounced. It's pronounced Ramy. Show some respect. I say Ramy. I say Ramy because it rhymes like his name. All right, so today we're going to do Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, the movie actually has two openings. The cold open of the movie actually starts right after the battle in New York in 2012 after the Avengers beat the Achatari army, okay? And right then we don't have his name as the Vulture, but the Vulture and his construction crew, they're cleaning up the aftermath and they got that contract and they're interrupted um, by the CIA, by the FBI, by S.H.I.E.L.D. We don't know who, but it's a government agency. And uh, they tell them that they no longer have uh, the contract, that it's been taken over by someone else. We later find out that that's Tony Stark and that they will be responsible for the cleanup and the alien tech salvation, uh, salvage and, and whatnot, okay? The movie proper though, it starts right after the events of Civil War, just like Black Panther. And uh, Peter Parker's actually on his way home with um, Tony Stark. And he's still riding high off that adrenaline and we see that he wants to know what's next, what's the new mission, you know, when do you need me, I can be there. And basically Tony Stark says, hey, you know what, why don't you try and, and remain the neighborhood spider? We have this, if we need you, you can go through Happy Hogan and he'll be the go-between and he'll tell you and he'll contact you when we need you. But for Peter coming off of that battle, it's kind of hard and he finds it difficult to sink back into that teenage average life. And that's pretty much where the movie goes, but he's still trying to prove himself and you see him trying to clean up his neighborhood. And that's when eventually he runs afoul of the Sinister Six who are unnamed as a team itself, but individually. And uh, their plan, which we see was uh, started at the beginning of the movie, The Cold Open. And so essentially Peter takes it upon himself to fight them whenever he runs into them, not really knowing the plan and kind of finding himself out of his depth. And that ends up causing him to gain the attention of Tony Stark, who really is disappointed with him and really chides him and essentially takes away his suit. And so Peter and the crust of the movie is Peter has to determine, is he just the friendly neighborhood spider? Is he meant for more? Uh, is he Spider-Man without the suit? And that's Spider-Man Homecoming. All right. But, oh, sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, I wanted to ask if anyone, like besides Uncle Ben, did you feel like um, like the other stuff that they changed, did you feel like that helped or helped the movie or hindered the movie, like as far as? Um... Yes, Aunt May is so hot. Oh, okay, so you're for the D18? Yes, I am definitely loving how hot Aunt May is and like that whole situation. Um, I think she did a good job. That they had, I think that the only mention they had to Uncle Ben was when Nate found out that he was Spider-Man and then he had said, I can't tell when, me, I can't, when Nate, the best friend, the guy Ned. in the chair, Ned, excuse me. Um, when Ned found out that he was Spider-Man and then he had mentioned, oh, with everything that happened with May, I can't, I can't tell her this right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. I think that's the only mention that we had of, or at least quote unquote had of Uncle Ben. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm assuming that that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Because I think that most people that watch this movie already pretty much know somewhat this, the, at least the past story of Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. um, so they, they kind of link that in. But then at the same time, I personally feel like this movie was made for um, a younger audience. Um, honestly, I think mm -hmm. I, I think that they're tying in Spider-Man more as a teenager. Um, and and the, the other one thing that I did notice also in the beginning of the movie that um when it comes to the bad guys there's an eight-year gap because the movie really starts right after um avengers one 
right? And then as soon as they clean up, as soon as they the government takes over the cleanup, then all of a sudden you see a skip to eight years and it goes, it ends up coming after Avengers Age of Ultra. I don't know if you guys noticed that. That's, but that's not eight years. What do you, what do you mean? I don't, I don't. Well, there was a, in the, in the movie, it said eight years later. So like, I mean, I, I mean, it's probably not, but in the movie, it said eight years later, like when they, when they decided to keep, when, remember how, how they were told how they had to turn everything in uh-huh. and then, mm-hmm. and then there was part of it that they decided to keep. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, eight years later, you see this thing where it says eight years later and you see Vulture coming in. Well, you see, here's, here's the thing with that. Um, I think that Ultron cameo that they did just acknowledges that those events happened and that they're aware of it and it's on the black market as things like that would be. But the eight year mark, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch that. So good catch if you caught that. But that eight year mark can't be true because we know that the five years later in Endgame makes that 2021. They've established that. And this movie certainly didn't take place in 2020. No. That that would be an impossibility according to their own time. So I don't know what that eight years is referring to. I didn't, I didn't yeah. I'll take your word. Because it's basically showing the cleanup from uh, the cleanup in New York. Mm-hmm. And then he picks up stuff from the cleanup in New York from, from uh, what's it called? From Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. And then they just keep it from there. And then all of a sudden, you know, they start Spider-Man. They start Spider-Man fighting in Civil War. So, oh, no, Civil War, Civil War. Yeah. You know, I'm the comic guy, so I have to address this comment. I'm sorry. Spider-Man Homecoming, more like Spider-Man coming my eye. Now, I'm not sure that's a, wow. that's a criticism right. to this movie, or are you really like a sick freak and, and you have a sick fantasy of Spider-Man coming your eye? Uh, if that's the case, you might want to become, you know, short, fat, and young and want to be the guy in the chair. Because I think that's the only person that he's a... Uh, never mind. Anyway, go ahead, Vic. I'm sorry. Is that a thumbs up? That sounds like a, a rave review. And Chris, I'm going to jump in here because I, I don't know where you're going to go, but I just have to say this. You know, Vic said that this movie is um, targeted to a younger audience because Spider-Man is a teenager. And then Chrissy said, do we miss uh, certain key plot points like you know uncle ben and everything like that this okay. movie this movie uh does not give an uncle ben moment i mean it's it's if you know the the backstory then it's an uncle ben illusion but it's not a moment yeah. right i don't know that it necessarily needs an uncle ben moment because spider-man is marvel right mm-hmm. um but let me say that in civil war when he's talking to sony stark and he starts to tear up you know that to me was more poignant than this one I'll, I'll just say that as a, from a personal uh, feeling of, of how I liked it. His his thing to everything going on with Aunt May, if you didn't know the comic backstory, you'd be like, well, what is he talking about? Did she just lose her job? Because we never see her work, right? So we don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with that. So I like the, the, the one that they, the illusion that they made in Civil War. With regard to him being a teenager, I think that I like that best because that is who Peter Parker was for the, from the beginning of, of his inception as a comic book character for much of the history, well, not now, not much of the history, but for a long part of his history. Hence why Miles Morales started as a teenager. Do you see what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily think that this, I don't think him being a teenager makes this for a younger audience. I think that there are moments in this film that are really dark, and I don't say that disparagingly. I think it, it suits the plot. 
and it makes sense uh, for what the tone that they're, they're building, like the seriousness of it. I really enjoy that. And the fact that he's over his head, okay? Mm -hmm. But him being a teenager, I thought that that was brilliant because that is who Peter Parker is. Peter Parker is a poor kid from Queens. He doesn't have a lot of money and he makes do with what he can. And I like the fact that he's quippy in this movie, but I thought that when he should be quippy, in the comics he's quippy when he's fighting. Uh oh. <laughs> he'll be back. No, he'll be back. Speaking of Quippy. Speaking of Quippy. Yeah, yep. in the comments. Yep. I think he'll, he'll, he'll be back. When he's fighting. I also didn't realize that until now that Peter Parker was Italian. He is? I no idea. Well, see, because the store owner, when he went to go see the store owner, he said, the store owner said in Spanish, hey, listen, man, his aunt is a hot Italian woman. Uh huh. Right. And then um, Peter Parker responded. He's like in Spanish, like, hey, how's your daughter? Huh? <laughs> but, I don't know, he could, but Peter's really smart. So he could just because remember in later on in the in the movie, they showed him in like Spanish class. So it could have just been like a foreign language. He was taking. I don't know if he did. Oh, no, 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 no. But the, no, the thing is, it wasn't. It's just that the lady like mm -hmm. the, the woman that plays um, the woman that plays his, his aunt is Italian and they're from an area. Like Peter Parker is from an area at the time where there was a lot of Italians. Um, the other thing that I really, really liked about this movie is that it was very, very Queens. Like there were so many places that I could just spot and I recognized so well in this movie, like Sunnyside and the trains and the stores and everything. Most of it was in Long Island City, even though he's supposed to be built from Forest Hills. But most of the stuff that they filmed was in Sunnyside and Long Island City and the border of, of, of New York. I, um, I would actually want to go take a picture in that fire escape that he that he sat on. When he but was you know what? I feel like this movie, um, even more so than the other ones, are is more like like they tried to make it a point to take him out of New York. Like uh, I know all the other Spider-Mans was, you know, he's in New York most of the movie, if not all of the movie. But in this first yeah. one, we see him in a trip to, trip to DC. So you see him doing all that web slinging and all that acrobatics Doesn't at, work. at the monument and, and in DC. And in the second movie, you know, he's not in New York that much either. I feel like they purposely did that. So kind of differentiate it between the other Spider-Man. That makes a lot of sense. That that, that certainly does. That may certainly make a ton of sense. Um, I think I think that's uh, if that's the case. I think that was a great idea. Yeah, I think um, it was a good idea. Because you know, like it starts the movie starts in New York and then he just goes to other places and does other things. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, like I mean, yeah, especially if he's going to be one of the Avengers. Um, so I really. Is he one of the Avengers? Because remember, in the beginning of the movie, he was like, um, "Think happier." Tony said, "No, you're not. You're not really an Avenger." Then he tells all his friends that he's pretty much an Avenger, or uh, at least yep. the guy in the chair. The I think I, I like the endearing. He's very endearing in this movie, more so than all the other Spider-Man. You can kind of, um, you want him to win because he's young and like impressionable, and he's trying his best. Um, that do we? Huh? Do we want him to win? I, what? If you don't think you're, you're a troll and, and not... No. Can, can, what do you do to differentiate between yeah. him and any other human being on um, all the 7 billion of them on planet Earth where I want him to win? Because he's stalking this woman that's not interested in him? Is that why? I, no, I'm because it's not so much that, that you can, like, you know, you 
are, mm -hmm. are you have you're sorry for her mother but it's like you can relate to him you can relate to no. like being in your teens you can't relate to being in your teens and having a crush on somebody or being no, like let me say this let me say this like tony you stark there's like an echo yeah sorry we're just i'm watching it. i'm watching us um <laughs> okay so, so, so he like yeah, his mentor a tony stark both are socially awkward okay um he never talks to this girl he acts like his life sucks he's living you know a great life he has superhuman strength he knows the wealthy the, one of the wealthiest men on, on on the planet as far as he knows right um what is he complaining about he got a free tech suit he's not he's a teenager he's not overweight at all right, he's a teen i've never I, seen no, him like say him. anything like his life is horrible huh well the teenagers are never satisfied no, false. Everybody else in that school was pretty much happy. Even the flash girl, even the pouty anemic girl who turned out to be MJ because I don't know why, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. That that's a weird one. Was filled with. I've never seen a school like that. What? Mm -hmm. They were all that's Lane. That's Franklin K. Lane. And when I, you know, I think it was just his crew. Like you, no, when you're in high school, you know, everybody kind of has like that click or whatever. So he like looked like she was a, a killer in hiding. Ooh. They were all losers. I didn't want to be like any of them. None of them. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't relate to them. Uh -huh. um, if there was somebody in my high school that looked like that, they would have been bullied. And I'm not saying that bullying is acceptable or warranted for the. Uh -huh. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, back when I was in high school they would have been talked about. Let me say it that way. But what's, what's wrong with that? Okay, I don't know about you. Not everybody grew up popular and like a it's part of the in crowd, but those of us who grew up- in I can attest, James was very popular in high school. Okay, so those of us who were geeks and nerdy <laughs> and like not part of the in crowd, we can relate to his group of friends. Like it's- Oh, hold on, we, hold on, Chrissy, hold on, hold on, hold on. We as in the general- Oh, 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 oh. I don't think oh. Chrissy comes across as the popular girl. Like I was not. So you want to tell me? You are going to tell me that you were in the out crowd. You weren't a part of the in crowd. See, I I, I, I didn't like people like you because I was bullied in high school, right? So I, I'm over here and I'm like, what are you saying exactly? All right. I, I since I, I, I used to be, I, I feel what James is saying. Because since I was bullied in high school, I know that this guy who didn't do half the much stuff as I did would have definitely been bullied. The most he got called was Penis Parker. Yep. But yeah, you could see he was bullied in the movie. And by Flash Thompson, who was not looking bigger than him, by the way. That's true. If, if Flash Thompson and, and Peter Parker got into a fist fight, my money is on Peter Parker. No, but Flash Thompson is just the rich guy. No, Flash Thompson's supposed to be a bully. Oh, yeah, I think, like no, a, what I think he is. My no, daughter can think him. No, I don't think he's supposed to be a bully. I think he's supposed to be in that guy that has a lot of resources and rubs it in everybody else's face. In the comics, he was a bully. Yeah, he oh. was a jock. He was a jock. He was a you jock. And a All right, so that sucks. They shouldn't have put him that way. But Even again, it's part of it changing like the the stuff that other movies have done. Like the other movies had, like you know, Toby being like beat up by like this big jock guy. And yes, so wait, 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 wait. Isn't that the guy that's supposed to become the Venom? No, that's Eddie Brock. That's somebody okay. he works with later in uh. Okay. In the all right, all right, all right. Cool, cool. Maybe maybe it's because I know this character's history that I didn't like this movie. I like the opening when they played the familiar tune. Okay, mm -hmm. that's all this movie did that was familiar to me. Let me mm. be very, let me be very open and honest. You didn't I, like you didn't like Beetlejuice. 
I did like Beetlejuice. Somebody else didn't like Beetlejuice. That's somebody else. I'm talking about. Homecoming. I mean, no, it's just that you know you have to be of a certain age to enjoy so, Beetlejuice. So you're telling me you're the age of a teenager? I was just talking. I was just talking about the fact that Michael Keaton played in Beetlejuice, and then he. No, 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 no. I'm saying that, like, you know, I mean, if, if you're an early '80s baby, you might like it. If you like a '90s baby, you might not be into it. I disagree. I disagree because. <laughs> Well, I, think I don't know if you can disagree because the two people who were born later, we both disliked the movie. So that's it's the facts. <laughs> but as far as Spider-Man, I like the fact that they refreshed it. I like it. That we're talking about somebody who goes around wearing Sonic the Hedgehog mask and, and shirts and stuff like that. And then somebody who sits up here and tells they were supposed to do something. They didn't end up doing it. Don't think I didn't know about that, Chrissy. Let me explain something, okay? You have you had a spot. <laughs> You 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 can't sit here and tell me, all right, that one, you're a fan of Captain America, so automatically I already know that you you're you're incorrect in a lot of stuff that you're going to say when it comes to cinema, uh, cinematics. Mm -hmm. Two, you just sit here and try to defend Peter Parker and say that he, you know we can look at him and, and sympathize with him or empathize in this you case. Can relate to him, like really, so if, I if can't. you are well, if maybe if you were not popular in high school, you know why. Because I grew up broke. That's why. All right. So here's what happened. Okay. That apartment in the New York was a lot larger than most apartments that I know in New York. Vic could attest to that. All right. So that part was. So that means right there they have a little bit of money. Two. His aunt is hot. Now a little bit. Granted. A little bit. Granted. Granted. It was I'm insurance not money from Uncle Ben's death. They bought okay, it. Okay. You're, you're reaching. You are reaching. You are reaching further than a standworm. Now look. <laughs> Then you have the world's richest billionaire almost, okay? Superhero extraordinaire just randomly showing up at your house. Interested in your aunt because your aunt is hot, stuff like that. Gives you a free suit practically that James even alluded to. You're over here, you're wearing your pajamas going around. Now you have a free tech suit. You're able, you're intelligent as hell. You're able to skip class more than anybody I've ever seen and get mm -hmm. out of it for reasons I don't understand. No, I can't relate to this motherfucker. I cannot tell you exactly how much I was bullied in high school. And if I missed any class in high school, I would have a wedgie in the bathroom. So I'm taking this personally, okay? I'm taking this personally. The kids nowadays- And I was broke. No, no, no. The kids nowadays- And I was broke. I don't think it's- the bullying thing isn't as bad as it used to be. I feel like it's all People, these social media. I grew up in the '90s. Bullying but, was horrible. What do you? Yeah, I know. That's why I feel like it, it's less so now. Um, People but bullied to the point of suicide. How, how is it less now than it was back then? Well, that could be, you know, snowflake syndrome, or so they call well, it. Careful. <laughs> but anyway, that's off topic. <laughs> but what I was saying is, I appreciate the fact that they made these changes. Like I, I appreciate that they they made Spider Man younger or to like to what his age should have been as opposed to some thirty year old man playing a high schooler. Um, I also appreciate that he had more of a personality than like okay he was more endearing than Amazing Spider Man and he had more personality than Toby Spider Man. I think they found like a happy medium. I also appreciate the fact that this movie showed him struggling with his powers in the suit throughout the movie like there was no point there was like no training montage and then suddenly like he's the best at this suit and can defeat everybody he struggled and learned throughout the whole movie which i feel like rings more true than 
Well, the main reason why they did that is because the Spider-Man came out in 2002. The Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2011, I believe. It would have been a little bit redundant to, to have it in 2017 do it all over again. So I completely understand the uh, the mechanics about why they decided to just go ahead and just go straight from the horn. And I appreciate that. But you still saw him a little bit of learning because he was struggling throughout this whole movie simply because of the fact he had the suit that a rich billionaire gave him that actually had a kill uh, mode. So yeah, he was still struggling. You know, he had a hard time. He took him eight hours to get out uh, of a locked storage unit, uh, you know, even though he had a tech suit. Uh, but, you know, he's making friends with Data. I'm sorry, the tech suit. So I have to give credit where credit is due. The man is super intelligent. He had a best friend who was a guy in a chair, and that he made the guy in a chair famous. Uh, so you really like Star Trek, don't you? I'm a huge Star Trek. Huge Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek shapes everything, including. Yeah, I, noticed, just, I noticed how you called the the thing data, like yeah, yeah. Because she was talking to a computer and acting like it was human. It was data. But also, about this particular Spider Man, I like how in the beginning of the movie that they showed him like um, doing like a video blog type thing, recording his experiences because that's kind of like something like a modern day similarity to what he was doing in the comics and stuff like that. Also, I mean, feel like um. They, in this movie, they showed him more, even though they didn't really show him in class, but they, they showed that he was intelligent, like the fact that he could, um, he was on like this debate team or math leagues or whatever the heck it was. Um, and he was, um, put that comment back out. up, huh? Put that comment back up. I think Toby played a good Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield played a better Spider Man, Tom Holland played the role the best with both Parker and Spidey, correct. I agree. I agree. That has come from which Mr. Jeffrey Fox Storm. But Mr. yeah, Jeffrey they showed more of his, his personality. They showed more of his, in, his his intelligence as opposed to, you know, the first Spider-Man. I don't really remember him being like super intelligent or at least him showing that he was super intelligent as opposed to him just being a geek. Tommy McGuire was the first scene practically with Tommy McGuire. They were inside of a history museum where he was showing off constantly. So they definitely did show... That's so like one scene, movie. they have that scene and, and, and like one other when they, you see him trying to put together the Spider-Man. No, other than that, no, nothing. no. What's going on, Ricky? What's up, Ricky? Toby, Toby he, he, okay, let me, okay, so I'm going to put this back up here. Hey, I'm going to disagree with this. Get your thoughts together. Get your thoughts together. You stuttered like four times. It's like I'm going to have technician. I'm stuttering because I can't believe what's being said. <laughs> so... Toby Maguire, right? Even though he was a lot older, that's they casted him. Whatever, I don't care about that. And dry right? and like just like, just because you like no Tom person. Holland doesn't make Toby Maguire mad. Okay, don't make no. It <laughs> he had no personality. Here's what I'm saying. Just just like just like Chris Evans, you like Chris Evans, so you like Captain America. Even no, though he just said that he was a war criminal, <laughs> I like that they said that. If we're gonna give thumbs up to this movie, I like that they call Captain America a war criminal because that's what he is. Okay. But anyway, Tobey Maguire throughout that movie, he played the even in Venom when he was when he thought that he was being cool in the third one, he was actually being a doofus because that's who he is. He can't help but be who he is, right? So everybody else in that school, whether they were popular or not, we don't know. They were more popular than Peter Parker because that is how it should be. That is who he is in the comics. It, it, it can't be that we can just do whatever we want to do because it's based on something, right? It's based on the comics. This is Mar because Marvel created it. It's Marvel Spider-Man. In Marvel Spider-Man, the only thing that Tobey Maguire couldn't do was make himself a teenager again, mm -hmm. right? But everybody and have a personality. 
Huh? And have a personality. He's not supposed to have a. He's a geek. Peter Parker a has nerd. a personality. He, he he's not like. They tried know. to have a personality with Amazing Spider-Man. It did not work. You know why? No, 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 no. They tried to have a different personality. No, they, they tried to, no, like, they tried to have a personality. Man, I was bullied in high school because, as you can tell, I'm, tra I'm traumatized by high school because I was bullied every day. Uh, matter of fact, I think James is one of the people that bullied me a few times. No, don't even say that. Don't even. You bullied me in freshman year. Actually, I've given you a lot of credit, Chris, for you being the one of the people who talk to me because I didn't go up, uh, grow up in, in Catholic school. So don't say that I bullied you. I That's did not... grow up in Catholic school. That is true. Okay. But there's one thing I do know. I was bullied by you. In 2000, <laughs> in two, oh man, I said 2000. Wow, I'm getting old. 1997 is when we were a freshman in high school and oh my God. I'm depressed. Yeah, I did not bully Chris. My, my Wi-Fi went out on me with a sucker just like this movie, but I did not bully Chris. I said that Chris has been one of the consistent friends that I've known throughout my life. I said that before he knows that, that I told him that. So he's being an ass right now, much like he was. <laughs> so let's just, here you go. In high school, no, we're going to uh, take a commercial break. We'll be back to break down a little bit more of Spider-Man. And actually, I'm going to tell you a challenge that we're going to have coming up right after this, the two brief messages. Way to bargain, Mars. <laughs> I love that car more than anything that I have. <laughs> Dad, what about us? <laughs> you need a Q-tip? <laughs> Do you want to show your love for the UPR? universe or do you just want to show your love for yep i like wrestling if you want to support these guys go to prowrestlingtees.com where you can get shirt and a lot of other merch Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Unpopular Reviews. The executive consultant, C. Disappear, the market, and the man is the man in the chair down there, as well as Ramey, Rhymey, however you want to pronounce it. Also, no again, man in the chair. Yeah, there's no man in the chair. All right, anyway, <laughs> so uh, just one time I didn't want to hear my voice, but uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are right back. We're here to talk about Spider Man. We go hear some of these comments. Vix, are you at home because he cares so much about you? Uh, Chris, you got bullied. Wow, I thought you would have been friends with everyone. I did not get bullied. I'm actually joking. Uh, I'm some. I was actually somewhat a bully in high school, depending on who you ask. Vic is in Avengers Tower. Not physical though. I was not a physical bully, but I, you know, I might have made a few people cry. LOL. Fair enough. He's also invisible. Uh, he's also invisible. Okay, great. Welcome back and welcome back. Uh, Mark, always ready, always ready to go. Uh, look, at <laughs> look at him. There we go. Spider-Man. So we have not reviewed Spider-Man 2002, Spider-Man 2, 2004, Spider-Man 3, 2007, nor did we review nor did we review The Amazing Spider-Man from 2011 or The Amazing Spider-Man 2 from 2014. 
when we do, we are we are going to have a review of who is the best Spider-Man. We're watching going to do the same thing with Batman Company as well. But for Spider-Man, it's going to be the first one where we're going to talk about who's the best Spider-Man between Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and one Tom Holland. I'm really interested in hearing the arguments because each person here probably is going to pick a different Spider-Man, and they're going to present why their Spider-Man was the best cinematic Spider-Man version. I'm looking forward to hearing this. Actually, it might be a little tough because it's going to be hard to find somebody who's going to say Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should... Hold on, Back to Spider-Man, though. Let's talk about something else. Instead of talking about focusing on Peter Parker and Spider-Man, let's talk about what I think this movie did right. And let's talk about what I think the highlight in this movie is. And that actually does go to the actor who played Beetlejuice, 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 and that is Michael Keaton's Vulture. Let me tell you something right yep. now. When Vulture was announced as the main villain of this movie, I was skeptical. I was not happy at all because I've never been a fan of Vulture. I think he's a very boring villain. Spider-Man has arguably the best rogues gallery in the Marvel Universe. I won't say uh, comic book superhero because that goes to Batman. I always will go to Batman for me. But in Marvel, it is definitely Spider-Man. And I felt like even though they used a lot of villains, there's so many more villains they can use the vultures. But I was intrigued. Uh, I disagree. That's fine. You can tell me. Think, you can tell me I why you're on drugs. You can tell I me why you're on drugs. And let me finish my statement. My statement is I disagree that was Michael Keaton. However, I'm sorry, I disagree with Vulture. But I, however, I started hopping on board a little bit when it was Michael Keaton that was announced, and boy, did he blow away the best Marvel villain up to that date, in my opinion. Vic, take it away. I thought that the character of Vulture was a good starting point, because if there's one thing that I see with this iteration of Spider-Man is that this is definitely a stepping stone for something long-term. Um, you know, when we get into the next Spider-Man movie, we'll elaborate a little bit more on that, but this is something, this is a stepping stone for something long term. I think that Spider-Man is going to be fighting a whole bunch of people over the over the years. And um for to start with Vulture, um, I think I think it's a good one. I definitely do because it's one of the um, it's one of the least characters of the Sinister Six that literally has the most power. Like, you know, they could have easily started with the Hobgoblin or something like that. Hobgoblin a little bit smarter. You know, and all of that. You know what I mean? But um it would be a repeat of the past. I, yeah, I really I like. I, I really Hot Goblin's it. never been in the uh, in the movies. I mean, the Green Goblin, you know, but it's the you two know, totally different, two totally different villains. Yeah, but 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 linked by the same character, linked no, by the same Osborn. They're both no, Osborn. Hot Goblin is not Osborn. Who told you that? What are you talking about? Hobgob Hold up, Green Goblin is the original, and then Hot Goblin is the second one. No, the Green Goblin. Many people. Many people have the moniker. It doesn't make them a, a different person. The Hobgoblin is somebody different. Correct. The no, that was, that was his son. No, it was not. No. The son ended up being another version of the Green Goblin, but he was not Hobgoblin. Well, they, Hobgoblin that was, was in on The Amazing Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man too, right? The, the son took over the whole... Yeah, he just came Green Goblin again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he came Green Goblin. The son took over. They totally ignored Norma. Look, there's a lot of things wrong with Amazing Spider-Man. It's not pre-recorded. It's live. Uh, if that doesn't answer your question, man. But uh, who's in the Sinister Six? I'll tell you that in a second. Or I'll let James tell you that in a second. But no, how but, I mean, you know what, though? But even though we, we went off into a tangent, I think I, yes, I enjoyed the fact that they used the Vulture. 
in this one. Um, and, and my oh, because Michael Keane played him. And ironically, Raven Hunter was at the end. And my, Michael Keaton did it very, very well. Um, I really, really enjoyed um, his and the way that they set it up. The way, and also the fact that he was the girl's dad. Oh and yeah, you I was see going that to talk like way that. later in the movie because then I love that scene because I did not see that coming. Nobody, did. I should have seen it. It should be clues and right. hints. But when he opened the door, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. Yeah. What yeah, a twist! Can we talk about that scene? Can we talk about that scene? Yeah, um, so I agree with Chris that the thing that this made this movie uh, tolerable and wanted me to keep waiting for the next scene was Michael Keaton. I, I thought that he was brilliant. I don't know what another actor could have brought to the Vulture role. I don't know if that was in the script, but I thought he brought the intensity. I thought he brought the threat. And I actually like the fact that the Vulture did have a code. For instance, yes. and he said several times that I could have killed you outright. You know, and clearly I can hear from your voice that you're a kid or young yeah. from some point. You know what I mean? And maybe, and just like he says to him, you and I, we come from the same world. You think just because you're working with, the, um, you know, Tony Stark and, and everybody like that, that you're part of them? You're not. You're not on their level. You're not in their league. You don't have their money. And he's you absolutely sound, right. You sound oh. much like Falcone when you uh, quoted oh. that. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit Falcone came out. <laughs> no, that wasn't intentional. But You're not. <laughs> you know what? Shout out, real but, quick! Uh, shout out to me for going on YouTube. So, Michael, so so I love what Michael Keaton brought to it, and that scene when Peter Parker goes to pick up—I can't remember the girl's name, but not MJ is what I'm going to call her, right? <laughs> he goes to pick up not MJ, um, and he sees the guy there. Now you would think. Hmm. He's told Ned, his girlfriend, who can't keep his mouth who can't keep his mouth shut through the whole movie. Hey, my secret's very important. I don't want to hurt Aunt May and the people that I care about, like you and these other people, the anemic girl. So I don't want anybody to know. So the minute he realizes, hey, this is a psychopath, and I need to play this cool. What does he do? He acts like he should be acting in school all the time. Frozen, stuck. He doesn't do anything to help him. Then when he gets in the vehicle and the guy is like, hey, your voice sounds familiar. Because he's so smart, does he come up with, well, you know, may I do the, the video recording for the school or whatever like that? Does he come up with some lie or whatever like that? Does he tell, hey, girl, shut the hell up. You're talking too much. He might figure out who I am. He doesn't use his intelligence at all. He just goes like this. And stares he's like he's on a on years old. He's go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, defend him, defend him. Before, him. before, before you defend him, before you defend him, let me answer this question. <laughs> it says it says contain a Dr. Octopus, Craven the Hunter, Mysterio, Sandman, Scorpio, and Vulture. Uh, that's just answer the question. Go ahead, Chrissy. But I'm saying oh, no, we, we can't expect him to be 007 like a super spy, black widow. Okay, all right. Chris, I was gonna say I'm a James Bond guy. He's a a 15-year-old. No. They established the whole movie. They say it. They never show it that he's so smart. In fact, he's the he's yeah, the anchor he's book to the team. smart. He's not necessarily oh, no, situationally they, they smart. Or... Anchor to the team for what's academic. Do they not? They say that, right? In fact, sure. the girl he has for the academic he team. He needs so again, he's book well, smart. at the same time, uh, that could also be book smart, James. No, no, no. I'll get Chris. Okay. It's book smarts. Yes, right. He lives in Queens. Uh, granted, he lives in a great apartment in Queens, right? But he fights crime. So that tells not very really well. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not gonna no, do he does not. No, he does not fight he very well. I'll give Chrissy that too. From you're, you're not even that make my even point. Stolen. You're not even let me make my point. My point is okay. this: he fights crime on a daily basis. He's not invulnerable. 
And he's already, by the time that scene happens, that's already been half a year or a full year that he's been fighting crime as far as we know. He has to think on his feet, right? So even if you're a rookie cop or a cop that's been a cop for a full year, you're telling me you can't think on your feet when you realize you come into a dangerous situation? He freezes like, a, like he's never been in a, in, a, in a rodeo. That makes zero sense based on what they show. We've seen him fight trained killers and assassins in civil war we've seen him go a full year in this movie that's the, that's the truth okay but for that's that year me, that's not me what crimes not when me, he fought uh, he was you know, nitpicking he, that's what well, they the should he thought on I his feet i'm gonna say it's a little nitpicky because Thank again you. they Please showed that Please say it again they Please showed again. they Please showed that he was not good at fighting crime no. Vic, oh, what did he, they know? I would say he had to have wait, the best. They view. showed that at the he, he was thinking on his feet at the at the bank robbery. He said, especially when they, when they well held him up went. with the look gun, well and then went. he went like this, and then he he's pulled she's the right. behind. She's, she's, she's absolutely went. right. She's absolutely right. I have to agree with Chrissy on this one. I have to back So Chris and Christy, you walk into a situation and you see Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh -huh. Right, and you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is. You recognize him, or Hannibal Lecter, whoever you want to say. You know him. He doesn't know who you are, but you know, in in disguise, you've been fighting him, right? Okay. You've been fighting the Joker, and he has heard your voice because you don't disguise your voice. Mm -hmm. Do you stand there and freeze? As a fifteen-year-old, no, did not expect. No, no, no. Let me, let me answer. Let me answer. Let me answer. Do I stand there and freeze? Yes, I stand there and freeze because now I'm getting overwhelmed. I went in there and I tried to do something, right? So we're talking about when he went to the house, right? Yes, his house. Oh, let Chris talk. Let Chris talk. Let Chris talk. Let Chris talk. Okay. So go ahead and defend him. So, so, all right, I'm about to defend him. Can I defend? You know, I'm going to defend him, right? He's a 15-year-old boy. He has his hormones running. He went over there. He's like, I'm about to give me some chocolate pussy. All right, so he goes in there. He's ringing the door. <laughs> <laughs> yes. right? right? All of a sudden, he had no, he had no understanding. This older Caucasian man opens up the door, right? He's like, right, he, right. he popped up. He's at the wrong house. Right, but he thought he, thought he was going to get a Bad Boys 2 treatment, and instead, he didn't get a Bad Boys 2 treatment. Right? So that's why he froze no, up. He, just, like, he, saw, he saw the face of his fear, right? And he doesn't understand it. He doesn't understand his fear. Look at James. Look at him over there. Look at him over there. No, so you, he's you don't know what I'm saying. He's, you thinking, know what I'm he's thinking, how can I protect myself against the vulture? He how wasn't thinking I... anything. No, he was thinking. Not, like I said, he's not he an experienced crime fighter. He was high as Chrissy. He was high as shit, and you know it. And here's how I, and here's another thing that I'm going to say. Here's another, high. spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay. Here's not from the second movie, please. Even in the second movie, even in the second movie, right? When he, meets, when he meets Mysterio, who he does not know. Oh, here we go. You're about to say it again. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He met Mysterio, who is, a, as you say, he's a 15-year-old. He just met a grown man who just told him, I don't come from your earth. I don't come from New York. I don't even come from your borough. I come from another dimension. That's what he just heard, right? And what does he say? Okay, maybe that's true because I've seen some funky shit, right? But then he says, hey, these glasses, which are basically Earth security, I'm going to give them to you, Mysterio, because you fight water monsters. Now, you tell me, what 15-year-old who just met somebody is going to be that dumb? Oh, wait, I know, the handsome ones, the cute ones, right? So Captain America gets to do whatever he wants to do because he's handsome, right? That's not how it works. You know what I call it? Pretty privilege. 
That's yeah. Are we, are we, are we done? I mean, but wait, but here's the thing though. Prior There's always a thing. Scene, prior to that scene, we have to remember that he took a break from all the crime fighting stuff. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are no, he did. No, but wait a minute. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish. James is ready to go off for the Can I cross the finish line? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we talking about spoilers still or not? I don't know what we're talking about right now. Wait, wait, wait. I can't hear him. I can't hear him. All right. Spider-Man in Civil War, Tony says, wow, you're really good. You caught that car. That car was going, what, like 45 miles an hour? He caught that car and made sure nobody was hurt. That means he was thinking on his feet. He knows physics. He's the one who created his own webbing. Did you create that? That's a physical reaction. He had a, a, a physical, like, if you're saying, why didn't he fight the guy right then and there? That's one thing. But saying, how come he didn't disguise his voice? They said that he created his own webbing. So he knew well, that he was webbing. He knew that it would have to have a certain tensile strength. He knew that he had to catch that car when he was in pajamas, right? So I'm saying if he can think all of that and he has been crime fighting, we don't know how long he's been crime fighting, but clearly he's been doing it long enough to put up YouTube videos, right? I'm not even saying he was dumb to put up YouTube videos because I agree with you, Chrissy. That's what this younger generation does. They record everything because they because they want to get caught, right? So I'm not even saying that because that's true to perform. What I am we saying- We here on Popular Reviews have no problem with our younger community and we love every one of y'all that's watching. You got to think on your feet. That made no sense to me. There was no point in this movie where I said to myself, gee, he seems like an intelligent person. He didn't. And you oh. can't. Right there, he doesn't. He doesn't look like intelligent wearing that tuxedo. But, but you know what, though, I think I feel like I feel like that was um, warranted because the thing is, all right. Did, look, look. To be honest with you, like, okay, <laughs> how many, how many fifteen-year-olds? Look at that big goat. Tony made that. But look about, it, think about it. How many fifteen-year-olds actually know the truth? What, what the world is like. Every 18-year-old thinks they know everything and they're he ready just, for the world. He wanted to lose his virginity. Wait, let me finish. Let me yeah. finish. By the time they hit 24, 25, they realize, they still realize they got a lot to learn, right? So this kid is 15. But wait, let me oh. finish. Let me finish, right? So now, but let me just ask you this. Do you think he would have acted the same way if Liz wasn't in the car? Because mind you, she didn't know he was Spider-Man. She's the girl that he likes. She's the girl that makes him weak. So Great he's going to act all different. As soon as she, he got away from her, question he, flew, he ran, and then the he did, and now he's doing all of this and fighting. This is the question for me to answer. Well, no, if Liz if Liz wasn't in the car, if he would have act, acted the same way, do you think he would have acted the same way if Liz wasn't in the car? I'm showing you the scene in the movie. When Liz gets out the car, she says to Peter Parker, don't let him scare you or, or intimidate you, something to that end, right? Mm -hmm. The culture continues to punk Peter Parker. So much so that he looks like he's about to cry. James, do you know why he was able to do that? No, wait, because he's Michael Keaton. He's the fucking best. Okay. That's right. That's right. He knew where I was going. <laughs> he's Batman. He's Batman. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and end this right now. We're going to come back. We're going to give our thumbs up and thumbs down. First, though, we're going to take another commercial break, and we're going to show you the two movies we're going to review next week right here on Unpopular Review. He was attended by devoted servants. Do you think perhaps just once I might use the bathroom by myself? Most amusing, sir. Wipers!
gentlemen, an unpopular review. The executive consultant see the superior Mark and Ramey. Ramey. James the names and Spider Jack calls him. I like that name, so we're gonna stick with it. Uh, however, please make sure <laughs> that you like, love, and share this video to all of your timelines and groups so we can uh, get bigger and better for all of you all. This has been a very entertaining episode as we talk about apparently a very controversial Spider-Man Homecoming from 2017. And now we're going to go ahead with our thumbs up and thumbs down for this movie and see the superior, as always, ladies first. All right. So for me, I have really never been a big Spider-Man fan. Like I, he wasn't the superhero that I liked the most. Um, I remember he had a cartoon back in the day and I didn't really like that cartoon much. I remember liking X-Men more than that cartoon. Um, but, <laughs> and honestly, I did not enjoy, well, let me not spoil any of the, any future reviews. Oh man, I was well. Is the, the, the movie that I could actually kind of root for Spider-Man. I, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed like some of the, um, I, and specifically, I enjoyed the, um, the, the back characters. Like, I feel like they had really good moments, especially like, um, Everyone on his like little academic team, um, his the friend Ned, I think he was awesome, and I also like that they had an actor who was of age. I think he was like eighteen or something when this movie was shot, eighteen or nineteen. So he was still a teenager playing a teenager. I can appreciate that. I think that was something that they did that was smart. And also, I do enjoy Tony in this movie. I think he his his appearances are are short, but they're great Legend and they that. add a lot to the movie for me. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs up. I had to cover it. I didn't want anybody to see my face as you insult Spider-Man uh, animated series. It was one of the greatest cartoons uh, from the 90s. Mark Victor Rodriguez, uh, you, gave it a, you gave it a thumbs up, right, C? Yes. All right, Mark Victor Rodriguez, up to you. Spider-Man, homecoming, thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. And I also wanted to say I appreciate the fact that Captain America made a little cameo in there as well. Wow, wow, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, the end credits. The I don't end know why they're doing it. You know, the funny thing is, I don't even know why they're showing him. He's supposed to be, like, a fugitive, but whatever. But they mentioned right, that in the movie. I know they did. I know they did. It didn't make any sense. I mean, no, but it, you know, actually, no, it made a lot of sense. It made a ton of sense. It's a public school. They aren't no, funded here's the well. Thing. They keep old no, stuff. And they still there were, there when were you say state, that, I can believe it. There were state guidelines. The coach said that there were state guidelines. And when it comes to the Board of Ed, if it's not broke, they don't fix it. Yeah. So they're not going to spend any more money on changing that video. They're going to, as long as it's relaying the message, regardless of what's going on with the guy, you know, the they should have got. It's not going to change. They should have got that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in New York City. The New York City Board of Ed is going to leave it exactly the same. Anyway, <laughs> that's why. That's why they're in trouble now. Mark, what did you like about this movie? Trouble? What you talking about? We got rotating. We got rotating days and virtual things. Like we got things moving, bro. Moving like Doctor Strange. All right, we good. But anyway, um, this movie was good. Clearly, as you can see, as you can hear from what Chrissy just said, it was made for children. So, um, and y'all gave it a thumbs up. So, what does that say? I'm gonna give it a thumbs up for several reasons. I mean, honestly, I'm gonna just say it like this: This is the setup. This is the setup for the future Iron Man, point blank period. Because I know that I love this movie. Um, I can't wait till we get like Spider Man Five, and then we start to see what really happens. And the thing that I liked the most was a little drone that came out of his chest, just like um, Falcon has, and 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 I think War Machine has. That shit was really cool. 
Um, so I really like the tech that comes with this Spider-Man because we never had that before. All right, <laughs> two thumbs up. James and Nanny's Raimi, Rami. Vic loves all Marvel movies, according to Ricky J. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Why, why not? Uh, let me just show this one more time. <laughs> Personally, let me just salute two of my co-hosts. I want to salute Vic, the Mark setup for the next Marvel movie, and Chrissy, Pretty Boy Defender. They, they always come with the, <laughs> they, they always come with the details and plot points of the movie to make their case, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm being facetious. Here, here's here's the here's the point, right? Again, as I say, I don't care if, you know, there's an old Spider-Man in the 70s and he has the rope and he's swinging through literally with the rope around the thing. I've never watched that because it didn't catch my interest. But let's say he had the rope in this one, right? But he captured the spirit of who Peter Parker and Spider-Man was. I would still say, hey, he was a great depiction of that. I can't say that in this movie, not because I don't like Tom Holland. I don't know Tom Holland. I don't. In that sense, I don't care about Tom Holland. I don't know Tobey Maguire, and I don't know Andrew Garfield. I don't know them personally. It's nothing against them. It's based purely on what I see, and based purely on what this film showed of Peter Parker, right? I did not envy him. I didn't even want to be him, even though he got the spider suit. Maybe, again, if I was a child, I would have thought that was amazing, right? Uh, As an adult, I question why this adult sociopath is given this kid uh, a lethal weapon, which clearly it says throughout several times in this movie, right? Um, The person who I identified with was the vulture because he made cogent points. He was not uh, just a killer to kill. He wanted to stay low key. He was intelligent. And actually he was able to go under the radar until Peter Parker, not to sound like Scooby-Doo, kept uh, uh, messing about and stumbled onto it. Right. He was able to. And, and this smart, the smartest man in the world who, for some reason, was in India for tax reasons. Right. For this film's production. Right. He never caught on to that. Now, everybody's the, the Avengers are no more except for the C team now. And he's not even watching what's going on because he's just gallivanting about while Potts is running his corporation. Okay? Happy Hogan is pissed off with this kid for no reason. But in the next one, he wants to bang his arm. Make that make sense. Okay, so who who did this movie star? The Vulture, and I'll just say this in closing, and I'll give my 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 uh, review, uh, my thumbs up or thumbs down. You know, The Dark Knight they call it a Joker movie, right? But here's the thing: Bruce Wayne and Batman showed up in that movie, right? It may have been primarily uh, folk, not even primarily focused, but uh, led and directed by the Joker, right? But Bruce Wayne and Batman showed up, and he was tested. Each of them was tested in their own way. How was Peter Parker tested in this movie? How did he grow? He had to be the Spider-Man without the suit. No, he lost the suit. You proved my because, point. Because, because, you because Iron Man said, Iron Man said, you're not even you're nothing with your suit, you don't deserve it. Respectfully, yeah, so you're not even hearing what you're saying. Okay? How did he test himself? How did he prove himself? What did he do to warrant that, hey, you know what? I'm going to invite this this child, as Chrissy keeps saying, to join a team who constantly puts themselves in life threatening situations. What well, that's nothing against Spider Man. That's against Tony. I don't understand how. It's about even... the movie. This is my review for Spider Man Homecoming. Uh huh. I moved on from Peter Parker. But because... that happened in Civil War. And what did I say in Civil War? 
I'm consistent, right? <laughs> Again, this is not about fanboyism. This is about critique of this movie. And this movie, what is it doing? Again, it seems like to Vic's point, and he may be right, it's all over the place, except for the vulture who was consistent. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, while he comes back, I just want to say this one thing. The vulture, and a lot of people might not have noticed this, but the vulture is a result of Tony Stark's action. And the reason I say that is because Tony Stark is the one who created a contract with the government to clean up all of the stuff and basically took took Vulture's job away and took away his entire livelihood to the point where he had no choice but to keep um, the alien stuff and then create, um, become the Vulture. Yeah, that's what made him relatable. He was a he was a good villain um, in that aspect. That yeah, because in in the beginning he wasn't a villain. He was just he had a business yeah, he and he was doing the cleanup okay. and he had a city contract. But then as soon as he lost that city contract because T Tony was basically making money on the cleanup, mm -hmm. um, then he was just he felt yeah, screwed he over and became and became the vulture. Yeah. James, thumbs up or thumbs down? It's a thumbs down, but I thank Vic for agreeing with me about Vulture. <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> All right, two thumbs up and a thumbs down. Let's talk about some mechanics for this movie. This movie uh, costs roughly $200 million to make. It made $880 million worldwide. 369 roughly, of it came from the United States. 7.4 out of 10 on this. Is this the best Spider-Man movie of all time? Hell to the no. No. Were there a lot of aspects about this movie I like? Yes, I may actually was entertaining, even though I uh, prefer older May. Uh, that's just me. I, I think, uh, you know, you feel sorry for her a little bit more. You know, it kind of draws you in emotionally. Okay. Uh, I, you know, if I did not mention Vulture, I do like the Vulture uh, because he made this movie for me. Um, I was not a fan of Zendaya's character. I was a fan of, what's his name, Ned, Nick, whatever the hell his name was. I did like him. I did not like Flash Thompson. I also did not like Shocker. Shocker was never going to be a huge villain in any movie. However, he needed a little bit more respect, I think, than he got in this movie. Hey, let's have him have a scene. Let's kill him. Let's have him have another scene. Let's get his ass whooped real quick. Uh, so I can't respect that. Tony Stark in this movie actually was not bad, and I thought he was going to monopolize the movie. But just because he does not monopolize physically the airtime does not mean he does not monopolize this movie. And one thing that people can say the Marvel Cinematic Universe does very well, and one thing I will say they do very well, is they have so many stars portraying so many characters in Avengers, the first one, and the third one, they do it very well trying to even it out as much as possible. However, they have one thing, and I don't want to go in the next movie and spoil it, but even in death, I am the hero. And it just seems like Marvel always centers around Tony Stark, and that gets kind of annoying to me. Ultron was not created by Iron Man, but uh, it was created by Ant-Man, and they actually were able to get Ant-Man, but they decided to do Iron Man. Spider-Man had to be introduced pretty much by killing Uncle Ben and having Tony be the new uncle, and, and that made no sense to me whatsoever. So that, in retrospect, I do not like. Let's go ahead and not have Tony have everything involved. Avengers 1, Tony was the main focus, even though they tried to have everybody else. Avengers 2, Ultron, like I said, was created by Tony, so he became the main focus. But I ain't going to talk about Avengers Endgame and stuff like that. So there's a lot about this movie I dislike because of that. My personal feelings inside of who's the best Peter Parker, my personal feelings inside of who's the best Spider-Man, though, I will say, uh, if you get to the basis of this movie, did I enjoy this movie? The answer is yes. So if you ask me if I give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, this movie gets a thumbs up for me. 
I enjoyed this movie completely from head to toe, especially after disasters known as Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, and to a certain extent, Spider-Man 3. So I have to give this movie a thumbs up. I still did enjoy it. However, if you replace Michael Keaton's character, uh, I'm sorry, the actor, not the character, with anybody else, I'm not sure this movie would have worked as well. So if you want to talk about somebody who saves this movie, it's him. Uh, somebody mentioned Craven the Hunter. Never was a fan of Craven the Hunter either, just like Vulture. Uh, he was at the end of this movie, though. Stupid-wise, but he was at the end of this movie. So that is my review. Three comes up, one comes down for Spider-Man Homecoming, ladies and gentlemen. What did you think of Spider-Man Homecoming if you're watching us live or you're watching us back or you're listening to us to our podcast? Uh, which I say that is I'm going to release a podcast this week, and I'm not. But if you're listening to us on our podcast, go ahead and leave a comment, explain why you like this movie or why you did not like this movie. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching us here. Do we have any final thoughts from Vic, James, or Chrissy? I predict a return of The Vulture. Clearly, you can see that um, by the way this movie ends. They're going to work. And, um, you know, I predict at some point, the vulture shall return. Yeah, um, so we shall see. Set up. We, we shall see. I mean, no, this movie was a setup for a whole bunch he of. Is, movies. You're right. He That's is, and uh, he is in Morbius. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. Don't give me stuff. I, I ran on that. I don't. Morbius did not need his own movie. That was stupid. I Venom. I understand Morbius. I mean, you know what though? But I'm no. I get it. I get it. You know why? Because anybody that saw the animated series remembers that Morbius took up a ton of airtime. He had his um, own two special episodes. He came back once or twice more, but he didn't take up a ton of airtime. Morbius. Morbius. Hold up. Was it? Was it Morbius? Like <laughs> oh, in love? Didn't he fall in love with the black cat lady? Felicia Hardy. I don't care who he fell in love with. He doesn't yeah, need it. And this was like a big thing, bro. Like that. We got to watch the show. And he again. bored me to tears then, too. I don't like the character of Morbius. He's not that good. In oh, yeah, no, it's corny. <laughs> it's a corny character. It's just that, like, it's got it's got a big following. That's the no, it doesn't. I don't know too many people. I never really have a conversation. You know what? James and I talk about everything, comic books and movies and stuff like that. I don't remember James. Correct me if I'm wrong. Have we ever sat and talked about No, we haven't. <laughs> you're not, you're not like. You know, here's the thing. Talk to somebody that's like all gothic-y and likes like, you know, the black. So wait a minute. Is it a comic or is it a gothic? Do I gotta go to Hot Topic or something like that? The people that have like, you know, a bunch of like ten earrings and like, you know, like wrong. Because more people talk about Adam's family, which is a gothic comedy. Those people do. Right on. Right, I, I gotta get the plugs. We'll talk about this later. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching us. Please join us on Monday immediately after Monday Night Raw. If you're a wrestling fan, where Katrina Storm and myself this Monday, along with one other person I haven't decided yet, we'll be on to talk everything Monday Night Raw on Tuesday. We have a big episode for all of you, all ladies and gentlemen. It's called Battle Feud, where we're going to have Family Feud Wrestling Edition, as well as 2K19's tournament is finally starting up, as well as the promo battle. Between um, the semifinals between Anthony Chobot as well as our very own Ricky J. Pate, the heel. And uh, we're just going to show you two promos leading up into this. So, Anthony, the date of the Battle of the Promos, the Great War. 
has been set. The month of July. One and four. The date will be wonderful. Delightful. The date. All my friends. Van Gogh one. God's God. And see no Benjamin. Gather round to watch me delete, 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 delete you. Go on to the finals and win the entire thing. As you will fade away and classify your stuff as obsolete. <laughs> Ready, you, this Tuesday, Ricky, you will be deleted, and you know, Ricky, you are gonna be decimated, and I will go on to the, yep, UPR finals, I am the webtastic, charismatic, Traumorific Red Guardian, and you are gonna be my victim. You, you, Ricky, will be deleted. What you gonna do when, when the Red Guardian come out on you? Ha 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 the technician, Victor Rodriguez, Thursday at time uh, specified. I don't know yet. We'll be right back here to discuss Coming to America, uh, which is a very, very famous and popular movie that uh, this is going to surprise a lot of people I have never seen completely. So I'll be interested in watching uh, this movie coming up. And then, of course, on Friday, Unpopular Reviews, I'm very serious uh, with Bad Guy Jack or Bad Guy Champ, as well as The Insider, Dylan Kaplan. And then next Saturday, We'll be back here to talk about this movie, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I gotta apologize for something really, and I wanted to do this on on air. Listen, you know, I think I've been too hard on this movie. You know, Spider Man, they did get a lot of things right. You know, one thing I just have to say, I loved he was scared of heights, even though he lives in New York City, and you know. They make a point that he needs high things to swing from, you know, so I just want to say I love that he was scared of heights. And also, I love that he left his clothing on behind dumpsters in New York City where they would smell like shit and, 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 and rats and everything instead of leaving them high on the buildings that he can easily climb up. So I love that fact. Chrissy, you're right. He's 15. Okay, credit to 15 year olds stink anyway. And, the and, no, they don't smell like shit. That's not a normal no, thing. No, and mind you, normal thing. Let's get it straight. Mind you, but here's the thing it smelled like here's shit. A, and, no, here's the thing. It's a setup. And he got Spider Man 3, because in Spider Man 3, he fights the shit monster and he needs to blend in. That's the setup, right, Vic? You no. cannot no, make the agents of shield. All right, guys, thanks for watching. No, and agent Peggy Carter. No, because Peggy Carter, right? Peggy Carter's going to help him. 
This is Thursday. This is Thursday. Chrissy gave us to go home. Chrissy gave us to go home. See you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one.